information on a murder in the parking lot of a Tacoma Park auto store. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. A woman says she was groped on an escalator at a D.C. metro station. The Nats battle back against the Cardinals. The Mystics lose to Seattle in the WNBA. It is 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. For the second time in a week, President Biden has COVID. According to the president's doctor, he tested positive on an antigen test, and he did tweet a video. Let's take a listen. We have a short clip. Feeling fine. It's good. The command and I got all work now, the president's doctor says this is a rebound case. It's a rare but known issue after taking that antiviral Paxlovid, which the president took for several days following his initial diagnosis on July 21st. He then had four negative tests in a row, even celebrating with a Rose Garden speech. Correspondent Christina Ruffini at the White House. The other epidemic of concern to health officials, at least in some parts of the country, is monkeypox. It is now considered a public health emergency in San Francisco and New York, which are still short on vaccines. Stanford University's Dr. Jorge Salinas says the biggest challenge now is getting the doses we do have where they're needed. The longer we take to vaccinate the at-risk populations, the more the virus will spread. Right now, the monkeypox virus is disproportionately impacting men who have sex with men, but anyone can catch it. It primarily spreads through skin-on-skin -skin contact, and it's rarely fatal. Our public, our population needs to continue following public health recommendations, practice safe sex, get vaccinated as soon as a dose is available to you. Correspondent Michael George in New York. Floods are overwhelming parts of eastern Kentucky. At least 25 people are now confirmed dead, and the governor is expecting a long search and rescue effort, followed by an even longer recovery. Covering the tragedy in Pike County, Kentucky, is WOWK-TV reporter Andy Bernhardt. Sandy's also facing the loss of her three beloved dogs who were taken by the catastrophic floodwaters. We had one that was a little tiny dog, and we called it Little Bridges. But it was so sweet. It was the sweetest dog ever. Heartbroken as she begins to pick up the pieces of the place she's called home for more than 50 years. In the Pacific Northwest, the problem has been extraordinary heat, while Montana and California cope with growing wildfires. Overseas in the sixth month of Russia's war in Ukraine, dueling accusations over deaths of Ukrainian prisoners of war in an area controlled by pro-Russian separatists. And our Holly Williams reports on another incident with a warning graphic description. In Ukraine's second city, Kharkiv, officials say a Russian missile targeted this park, a place where children once played in safety. Even Ukraine's youngest citizens are being slaughtered in Russia's vicious invasion. A 12-year-old girl decapitated by shelling. A 13-year-old boy killed as he waited for a bus. As the war grinds on, this is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 103, Sunday morning, July 31st, 2022. 74 of the nation's capital. Partly cloudy overnight. Lows around 70 degrees. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following at this hour. It was a picture-perfect Saturday afternoon until gunmen opened fire in northwest D.C. Police say officers chased a car before shooting one of the gunmen. Executive Assistant Police Chief Ashan Benedict says the shootings broke out around 4 o'clock in the Brightwood Park neighborhood. Two vehicles were heading northbound on Georgia Avenue. 
opened fire on a group of individuals that were on Longfellow walking. The individuals shot at returned fire. Two people were hit. Then a few blocks away, police engaged a gunman who drove away to 3rd and Madison Streets Northwest. Officer exited his vehicle. He engaged an armed man, gave a command. Those commands were not complied with, and he discharged his weapon one time. Police say the gunman was critically injured. Chief Benedict says four guns have been recovered from both shooting scenes. In Northwest, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. D.C. police say they are searching for a black sedan and a green sedan. A D.C. man will spend months behind bars after being convicted for brutal animal cruelty. We should warn you up front that some of the details in this story are shocking. In June of 2018, D.C. police and the Humane Rescue Alliance arrived to a home on Brothers Place in southeast D.C. where they found a dog hanging from a fence. It was dead and it had not been fed in over a day and a half. The owner, Jaquan Jackson, also told police he had an alligator. A month later, the HRA and police came with a warrant and removed the five-foot-long reptile that had been kept in a plastic container. They also found another canine with wounds from dogfighting, including an open gash with exposed bone. In all, they removed about a dozen dogs. Jackson will now spend 90 days in jail, and he is banned from owning an animal for a decade. Luke Luger, WTOP News. It's 105. Police reveal information in the murder of an auto mechanic in the parking lot of a Tacoma Park auto parts store. Here's WTOP Stephanie Gaines Bryant. Photos were released by Tacoma Park Police of the suspect and the vehicle he used to flee the scene of the shooting of Narusin Hamid. Hamid was murdered the morning of July 16th in the parking lot of Advanced Auto Parts in the 6300 block of New Hampshire Avenue in Tacoma Park. Police say their investigation revealed the suspect walked onto Eastern Avenue, then got into a white SUV and drove away on New Hampshire Avenue into D.C. A reward of up to $10,000 is being offered for information leading police to the suspect. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. Metro Transit Police are investigating a rush hour assault. Tammy Ferguson is a pastor with the Bridges to God Ministry. She tells NBC4 that she was groped by a man on a metro escalator at the U Street station Monday afternoon. He reaches over and he clearly grabs my backside. Because I'm thinking, what is going on? I thought somebody was up against me or something from behind. Earlier this week, a 21-year-old woman posted a video on TikTok to explain how she was threatened and sexually harassed at the Foggy Bottom station. A metro study in 2018 shows women twice as likely as men to be sexually harassed on the transit system. Eleven people taken to the hospital with minor injuries after a crash in Prince George's County Saturday night. Fire and EMS say it happened around 8 o'clock on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway just south of Route 50, the John Hansen Highway. Maryland State Police say at least four cars were involved in the crash. Coming up on WTOP. Starting school can be tough. One local school district is trying to make it easier. I'm Shana Stulen. It's 107. Carry to Full Term is a nonprofit that provides long-term housing to pregnant women and children experiencing homelessness. Our two-year program, located in Haymarket, Virginia, gives families time to acquire the necessary skills to become independent and self-sufficient. We do this through continuing their education, financial management, employment, 
Therapeutic Care and Volunteering. We will be hosting our annual gala called Every Baby Deserves a Home at the Hilton Performing Arts Center on September 24, 2022. There will be a catered dinner, musical performance, and a notable guest speaker. You are personally invited to join us in celebrating this year's theme of resilience. All 